Hello, everyone, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. We back. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. How was yours, Mouth? Oh, I ate so much. I ate too much, and I loved it. As basketball fans, too, what a great week it was, right? Oh, I loved it. I'm hyped right now. We were praising the Pacific Division, and look, they show up on primetime. And if they don't, they get flexed. <laughs> Lakers, that's I'm talking to you. Damn. But yes, yes, yes. Let's go ahead and get started, shall we? A lot to talk about. We're going to keep it West Coast today, right? All day. A lot of Pacific Division battles this week. We had the Warriors versus the Clippers. We had the Warriors versus the Suns. We had the Lakers versus the Kings. Don't get us started on that. And then we have the Lakers versus Clippers. That game has now been flexed out of ESPN's lineup. I think they're making the right call, making it the Warriors-Suns game instead, right? Part two, bro. Let's talk about part one. Mm -hmm. At the time, that was the 17th straight win for Phoenix. Devin Booker had a sick-ass line right there, right? I loved it, man. I love his shit. No loss November? Dang, that what shit was What a flex. Hard. That's fucking hard, bro. 17-0. and 0. And should I just spoil it? They go to 18-0. and 0. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yes, they won another game. <laughs> they have tied. They've broken the franchise record. They're all alone now. This could potentially be the greatest Suns team ever assembled. Ever. Yeah, I'm not even going to fucking argue with that. I thought you were going to say some other shit, but yeah, I agree, man. Like, good for them, man. They... They showed up like we were semi talking shit. Everybody was like, "Ooh, the finals was just a fluke for them, wasn't it?" But it's like, well, we still really don't know. But they're showing like, not for us, it wasn't. You know, we were meant to be there. And look at eighteen and zero, where they were once what seventeen and zero. That was their other greatest record. Right. Oh, and seventeen. Never mind. They were oh and seventeen one year. They started the oh, season off one and three, yeah. so they've rallied off eighteen straight. Very impressive. This could be the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I agree with them, man. I have no nothing bad to say about either of these teams. The fucking Suns can go two and zero against them, and like that could be a home court advantage. Certainly, it can. For the Warriors, Steph Curry did not have the best game ever, so take that with a silver <laughs> lining. Is it too early to call Jordan Poole the third Splash Brother? Oh yes. What you think it is? Did he win? No, but is he as good as a defender as Clay Thompson? He is the third Splash Brother. Remember the Dudley Brothers in wrestling? You had you had yeah. a, a Devon. 3D? What were what, what they called? You had Devon and Bubba. And mm. then they had little Spike Dudley. That's who Jordan Bull is going to be. He's going to be little Spike, Spike Dudley. Dudley, right? He's going to be the third Splash no, Brother. No, the Bash Brothers, full from D3. From the Mighty Ducks? Yeah, the Mighty Ducks. No, but he's, he's showing up. He's showing up. Poole is showing up. But I don't know. If, like, I think he... Oh, could they play with third with Clay? He won't overspot him. He needs to take advantage of the shots he makes because, yeah, there there is going to be a little bit of an adjustment. But I love the confidence that he's playing with. Like, he is part of the—he's spearheading the new generation of, like, the bench players. I like that. What was their what was their motto? Strength in numbers, right? And Steve Kerr, he just came out and said it. Like, last year was a rebuilding year. I'm not trying to play Steph all this way. They're not trying to chase the wins because mm-hmm. they know what happened after 73-9. and nine. So, I like the fact that Phoenix won that game. But, to be fair— Steph Curry had one of his worst games ever. There was no Klay Thompson, and it was still regular season hey, match. But one thing you can't just, like, knock is the Phoenix's defense. I they were that. showing up. Okay. They were showing up against Curry, and that's fucking hard. I, I'm I'm giving Phoenix their little flowers right now because I think the defense helped bring down Curry, and all you really need is one game to do a snowball. Think of a seven-game series. 
this could easily go seven games right with uh, the defensive measure. And you didn't even have Booker there the second half. And he's their top scorer. So that's another thing we're forgetting, you know. So I don't know. I don't think he's going to be there for part two tonight. But I say this is going to be a nice little gauge to see where each teams are because you know the Warriors have to come back with fire, right? The, Steph Curry isn't going to have that same performance. Both teams will make adjustments. Um, I will give Phoenix their flowers too, though. You mentioned the defense. Yes, the defense was great. But the major thing that the Suns were doing, and the Lakers have the capability of doing this as well, is exploiting the mismatches in the paint. DeAndre Ayton, JaVale McGee, they impose their strength. They're dominating the paint. Give Ayton his money. Right? Oh, he's, he's <laughs> mad. He's mad. They didn't give him his contract, right? They're taking advantage of the size mismatch on both ends of the floor. And that's why you have AD, right? Mm-hmm. Lakers, that's why you have Dwight Howard whenever you play him. But yeah, good on the Suns. They're figuring out that's how you defeat the Warriors. You the contain giant, yeah. Steph Curry and you dominate the shit in the paint. This is going to be good. If both teams stay at this you know, pace throughout the year and towards the playoffs— like, this is going to be an exciting series to potentially watch. We called it, Malv. We said the Pacific <laughs> Division is where it's at. Why can't they just make the whole championship just West Coast plus four East Coast teams, you know? <laughs> oh, one can dream. One can dream. Well, good on them. I think uh, let's move on to the next game. I didn't think we were going to talk about now, but we guess we should. The Lakers versus the King. Hey. They played twice. <laughs> the first time was just so abysmal. embarrassing, abysmal. I hate when the Lakers play to the yeah. level of opponent. Um, it was pathetic, especially late game. I hated what LeBron James was doing. He was just like isoing the ball, trying to hit the shot. Yes, it hit the rim, but that's not what you want to do. It's it just so bland. I don't know if that's LeBron. I don't know if that's Frank Vogel. Just like the offensive late game play calling. It's too predictable. I don't like it. Um, another thing that I wanted to mention was the battle between Russell Westbrook and Buddy Heald. <laughs> yeah. Because those players were basically, you know, up for the Lakers spot, and Westbrook got the job. Yeah, it was abysmal. I hate it because I didn't get to watch that game. I watched the part two, and I you know, I still had some work for that game. Like, I saw the lackluster play in the Lakers, and it's like, you can't be doing that shit early, man. Like, the rotations, there was I felt like some rotations weren't working for us, and that's Frank Vogel, man. That is Frank Vogel. With the last shot, You, I think that's more LeBron trying to say, I got this, but, you know, he didn't have it, you know, and – Either way, if he's if he threw the ball to somebody else and they made it, he's gonna hear shit from everybody else and like he didn't wanna hear that shit. He'd rather hear the shit that I fucking bonched it, you know? Yeah. You know what bothers me the most out of all this? We should not be having this discussion right now, given this roster. We should have discussions like the Warriors versus Suns right now, where we're seeing high octane offense, we're seeing championship contending teams. That's not the case with the Lakers. I think it's safe to say that, right? Oh yeah. Yes, there is still hope. Because LeBron is there, but I don't know how you get confidence like watching the Warriors versus Suns and then you just play to the level of the Kings. They yeah. just fired Luke Walton. Alvin Gentry <laughs> just got that win. Uh, I was at the bar watching it, and then I was like, okay, we're going to leave when the game's over. And then the game like went to overtime. I was like, okay, we'll leave when it's over. And then it went to second overtime. I was like, ah, fuck this. And then we get to the other bar, and it's like, fuck, the game's still on? <laughs> I'm glad we left. <laughs> I mean, they beat them in the lip. The second one. The Lakers but, did win the rematch, one seventeen to ninety two. But what does that matter? No, because they could have potentially lost that. Like even in the fourth quarter, like I saw a lot of good, and at least in the part two game, game two of it, I saw a lot of positives, a lot more positives. I think they learned from the fucking Kings, but at the same time, I saw a lot of stupid, lazy mistakes, and a lot of it for me, it's defense. 
And I know Dwight Howard is out there trying, you know, and I think Vogel said that he's going to put him out more for center, that he's going to be the legit starting center for the the Lakers. And I think that's in the positive as well. Uh, We both thought, like, he was moving up, coming back to form, you know. But at the same time, like, the Lakers shouldn't be proud of the way they played this game. You know, like, the, yeah, the the win, it looks like a 20-point win almost, but it, I didn't feel that way, really. You know, it felt like they could have clawed their way any, you know, the Kings could have if they had more heart and more a little bit more skill. Like, they probably could have cut the lead, the lead a little bit shorter. They needed a great motivational speech by Luke Walton. But, That's what they needed. <laughs> you know, but, again, the Lakers shouldn't be proud of this win, and uh, I felt like they kind of were. You know, it reminded me of when Kobe told, like, the youngsters, like, yo, they're fucking – proud of beating the Celtics in a regular season game, bro. This we don't it's ridiculous. No, like we need to be playing better than this. Like, you know, like you said, we should be on the level of like dominating the Kings in these two games and looking towards the next, which is the Clippers. I know they're doing their thing, but like if the Clippers were on another level like looking towards that game and being like, "Yo, we're showing who's the dominant player not only in our division, not only in our conference, but in the league." You know, like making statement games. And that's what the Suns, I felt, were doing. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't look past them because they're making their statement. You know, like, we're here. 18 and 0, we're here. You know, we were there last year and we're still here. And, like, I feel the Lakers, they can't really be saying anything about we're here or, you know. Hey, like, where's our invitation? <laughs> we're getting lost. Where's the King's invitation? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, like, you know, being a Laker fan, it's like, this is where I'm feeling it more. It's like, we're calling this next 20 games. We said thirteen and seven sounds more realistic. Fifteen and five is I what went, we really. Yeah, that's what we wanted. <laughs> yeah. We wanted fifteen and five. You know, and they really need to like light a fire up their ass, bro, and like figure shit out. Well, okay, I guess we're gonna talk about Lakers right now. Uh, the whole LeBron COVID thing. <laughs> oh, to me, yeah. that was kind of a blessing in disguise. Where I'm like, okay, he's getting his rest. He's already twenty plus years in the league. Let's see what else they can do, and then see who really is gonna get traded. But he already came back really quick. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. To me, this feels like Kobe trying to will himself in 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. that final season where he tore his Achilles. Yeah. It's like these games shouldn't have that much meaning, but they already do. Yeah, because you put yourself in such a hole. Yes. Um, I think you, they should have used it as a little blessing in disguise, right? You know, like you know, should have rested more. Yeah, you know, like you know, we don't want to like uh, startle the fans or the other players, you know. But the league says we've passed, but you know, we, as the organization and you know, just to be responsible, we're gonna rest them, you know, three more days and do one more last test, you know. And I think you're right. Like we've seen it with LeBron when he's had rest, you know, he's come back to fucking beast mode, but he's resting earlier than he's normally rested, you know, and he should be doing this like around the 60 game mark. This should be done in April. Mm -hmm. Also, we mentioned this earlier uh, about the Pacific division battles. The Warriors did defeat the Clippers over the weekend, 105 to 90. I think it's safe to say that Steph Curry and company are part owners of the Clippers. (laughs) Sorry, yo. I'm sorry. Uh, Stop it. Kawhi's not there. Right. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay. Moving on. That's enough Pacific (laughs) division talk. We have other basketballs. We have other basketball teams to talk about. We do? Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah, we do, bro. I'm off my hype. I got to bring this up to you. Everybody's on this right now. Where's Memphis? Memphis. <laughs> Malv, you need to lead this one because this uh, is the next order of business right now. Oh, uh, you guys, I don't know if you guys are hip-hop fans, but I just came from the Bone Thugs versus 3-6 Mafia show, and I'm on that Memphis tip. I didn't even know during the time because I wasn't paying attention, but coming out of the show... And seeing it, 73-point win, 
What made it even more awesome, I'm pretty sure the three six guys were watching the game because they came out with their Ja Morant jerseys. I was I was hoping they were throwing them in there because I need one and I'm not gonna pay like two hundred dollars for a nice jersey. Ja Morant jersey would be so sick. They were fresh. They had like three. Everybody was holding one, so I was like, oh, they're gonna be throwing this shit out in the crowd. And you know, even though he didn't play in this win, what an important win for him and his team showing up, bro. His team just fucking showing up for him while he's injured. So the Memphis Grizzlies, they destroy, sacrifice, I don't even know what it is. The, the Oklahoma City Thunder, 152 to what, 79? Oh my God, 73-point margin of victory, the largest in NBA history ever. Wow, wow, he's very nice. And no John Morant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, we haven't on. done the injury list yeah. yet. But, I mean, we're getting to it, we're getting to it. But yes, they're 3-0 without John. Yeah. This is such a crazy statement game. I saw a funny meme that Drake was at the Thunder game two nights before, and then they got the Drake curse, so that's why they lost. Uh, so. <laughs> no, but my God, bro, this is like this is a game for these youngsters. Memphis used twelve of their players; nine of them reached double-digit figures in this fucking beatdown. They're missing their young star, like not a veteran star who's injured. Their young star, who's the fucking propulsion of that team, he's gone. They've gone three and zero. They stepped up. You know, they're stepping up, even though like. This is more their level of a team, right? Oklahoma City. And, like, they all took over. Look at that. 12 players on the team, bro. All played. Keep it up, Memphis. Keep it up, man. All right. Next order of business. We have a nice ball brother battle. Uh, I knew this. This Another triple B. Yeah. (laughs) The Bulls versus the Hornets. Dang, bro. I'm I'm, I'm telling you right now, this could potentially be a playoff matchup. That'd be nice. First That'd one. be yes. nice. Lonzo Ball versus everyone would love that. Yeah. I'm going to speak it into existence. The Bulls, they won 133 to 119 against the Hornets, but both Ball brothers showed out. So did DeMar DeRozan. Are they a regular season team? We keep bringing this up. They a regular, Yeah, they are a regular season team. So what are you talking about? I mean, like, is this gonna, are they going to be able to maintain this come the playoffs, the I'm, Bulls? I think I'm the more pessimistic I get with this team. Like, But I think I'm following for this fucking Chicago Bulls train, man. Like, they're coming at it. It feels like a whole team energy shit. Like I like that. I, I, I would hope so. Like This would bring back the Bulls to fame, you know, pre-fucking... Uh, uh, 23, yeah, right? Number 20. 23, you yeah. know? like Well, Derrick Rose's days, I love that too. Those, those are fucking dope days. But that, I feel like, yeah, bringing back to that hype, you know, relevancy. Malv, good observation there because right now what the Bulls are reminding me of is what the Knicks were last year. Okay. Remember the Knicks mm-hmm. caught everyone off guard. They started winning. You know, the hype. We were talking about yeah. it, too. It's like, oh, yeah, the Knicks are good. And it, look, it's happening again in the Eastern Conference. The Bulls are getting good again, too. We're talking about them. These are storied franchises, like you're saying. So keep it up. We like seeing this. And he told us so. <laughs> he told us, man. What would LeVar do, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to speak it into existence. All right. Oh. A little bit of sad news, kind oh, of. R.I.P. Or is it sad news? Oh, I thought we were going to talk about Virgil. Oh, shit. All right, let's mention that then. R.I.P. Virgil. Uh, Virgil Abloh, man. Beautiful designer. First black man in the house of Louis Vuitton. Like, that's crazy. Yo, he designed some dope shoes, some dope gear, some that I I will never fucking afford, but they're great. And, you know, we just lost just a creative genius. Definitely. Age 41, right? Mm -hmm. Way too young. Man, sorry I brought us down. I thought that's where we were going with your uh, your transition. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's not as sad as that. But yes, R.I.P. Virgil, tremendous influence across every kind of creative field out there, from fashion oh, yeah. to music to, you know. Just the culture. Yeah, yeah. So he will be missed. Rest in peace. Moving on to general manager news. Oh. Let's go to Portland. <laughs> 
where they don't have a general manager. <laughs> yeah, that's your IP. <laughs> Neil O'Shea, after 10 years as the Portland general manager, has been let go. Violated the, quote, code of conduct. Dang, I want to know what he did. Yeah, exactly. Looking at his resume right now, he had one Western Conference final appearance, zero championships. Did he draft Lillard? I think he did. That was oh, McCollum at least, yeah, right? Yeah. So that's fucking good. Well, what did he do? Is there even anything released? Or I just, just listed it. That's what he did. What? Oh no, the code of no for oh, the code oh. of the code of conduct. What no, no, do? no. I don't know. That's oh, all they said. Oh my god. Yeah, I just want to see what he did. You know, but if it was positive, I would say that's a decent resume to leave right in a ten year stretch we always talked about portland being a playoff contending team and they were i guess his only crush would be is like he couldn't make them a championship contending team this right? coincides with what the blazers are going through or at least the funk that lillard's going through right now well, it's the, the fucking crumble of the portland trailblazers which is sad to see i think i think it was either the bulls or the knicks execs who are in line for the for who are the in consideration job? for the new portland job i would say you need a more resume filled person to keep portland from crumbling you from dame from leaving yeah this looks like a this would be a cause for concern for me yeah if i was in his shoes like what the fuck is happening now like, you know I, I feel terrible for portland mm. but i feel great for the lakers right? <laughs> <laughs> no not with our team right now even with our team and we've always had trouble against them all right give them the respects all right yeah well i was i was more talking <laughs> I about yeah. Fucking, yeah, I, I was more talking about just maybe potentially swapping westbrook and lillard what uh, oh, I didn't know you were joking. That's you're what I was about- thinking, but what? yeah, you, no. you were talking about you know how we always have struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah playing over oh, there. No, tell me what you're talking about. Well, I'm saying right now, you know, we have a star point guard. These rumors, yes, <laughs> right? The Mowgli machine, I guess. <laughs> I like it. Man. Uh, yeah, well, we got a star point guard. They got a star point guard. It's not really working out right here. Are we gonna try and you know switch it up? I doubt Portland's yeah. gonna do anything like that. But one can dream. One can dream. Okay. A couple other NBA tidbits before we move on. According to Shams, Kyrie, nowhere close to getting vaccinated. Oh, Not going to play basketball this season unless he gets traded. Of course. We were talking about this off air. Like, it seemed kind of ominous to me. Like, it was a weird kind of message to send out from Shams. Because, like, at first I felt like, uh, what what do you say? Like, he won't play unless, what, what was it? What was that? Unless he gets traded. Unless he gets traded, right? And, like, to me, that's like. Did somebody tell you he wants to get traded? And that's like a little, like, you know. A dig a, at Brooklyn, Steve Nash, all of them. Maybe, you know. Did you see the game, though? They did have a good game against the New York Knicks, and James Harden looked really won- good. Yeah, it was first game in a while. Yes, he looked very good on that game. Um, but anyways, it's just Kyrie being Kyrie. We kind of figured it. It just seems like they're not going to have him this season. And um, What a fucking waste, though, bro. That's like Who's more upset right now, Kevin Durant or Brooklyn organization? It's Kevin Durant. I, think. I would be right, like if you're if you're the homie and shit, and like, damn, bro, I came here because of you. And, and look you what they're doing like in this? Golden State. Yeah, I left my other homeboys for you. As for KD, I don't think this is how he envisioned his time in Brooklyn being, but he's in this situation, and uh, that's Harden what he too. wanted to do. James Harden as well. You know what? It, they should have all James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and Kevin Durant. You know where they need to go? Oklahoma City. Fuck. They just need to go have a Rebuild reunion the there. Franchise that again. would be incredible. That's what they need to do. They're going to pull LeBron at their last like four seasons together. And they come win back. a championship. That. Imagine how great that would be for the city. The Archive narrative. this. It might, we might have talked this Mowgli shit. Mowgli Domus right here. <laughs> I'm going to speak it into existence. Next order of business, the Jokic brothers. Man, <laughs> these guys flex hard right here. I loved it, bro. So Nikola Jokic, 
after the altercation with Markeith and the Heat, it was their turn to play in Miami. So guess what? He got big bro support right there. Security. They show up. They show up. Like Giannis has them <laughs> I too. loved it. He's like, you better not be messing this up. It's my city. Uh, the Nuggets beat the Heat, and then they went out to celebrate at the club. They were playing the Serbian national anthem. No. I was like, dang, that's savage. That's uh, hard. Good on them, though. It's all. I feel like it's all in good fun, but at the same time, be like, yo, we're Serbian. Don't mess with us. Yeah, yeah, you right? Know? It's like a flex, but not really a yeah. flex. It's like, we do us. Leave us alone. Right, and I loved it, bro. I love the two brothers showing love for their their other brother. I love the photo of them, just the security guard pose, you know, like just – you know, just staring into the. I love that shit. Like that. That I love for the NBA. That's very positive. European gangster. Yeah, yeah. Eastern promises. <laughs> yes, you know, but yes. in the NBA. <laughs> yes. Cool, cool, cool. All right, let's get to the injured list. <laughs> Welcome to the injured list, where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. We mentioned it earlier. We're gonna mention it now. My boy, John Morant. Ah, he is sidelined with a knee injury. He is going to miss some time. Uh, it's still kind of indefinite. He's making progress, but um, hopefully, you know, he can push them to a, a nice playoff push. Next one up, LeBron James. He was out. We mm. mentioned COVID. Now he's cleared. Going to be playing against the Clippers tonight, right? Has it been confirmed? I still have it on the GameCast that LeBron James is day-to-day still, so I don't think they've called it yet. All right. So, so he might will, play. We'll let you know next week when we watch the, after we watch the game. Another player injured, Devin Booker. Hamstring injury during that first game between the Warriors and the Suns. He did not return. Players coming back from injury, Joel Embiid. Forgot to mention that he had COVID. He said that COVID nearly took him out. COVID nearly took me out. Thankfully, I have Hulu. (laughs) They saved me. I watch all of the good stuff to make me feel better. Thank you, Joel. You're welcome, Mowgli. Hi, Mouth. Hey. Clay Thompson, he's been cleared for Uh. practice. So it's like, you know, the chopping at the bit. Hopefully, you know... Speaking of Warrior Suns, that's the matchup on Christmas Day as well. Maybe we can get like a full uh, dress rehearsal, I guess, with I, all the players. I would say. Let's see so, if we're good enough. Maybe Santa will reward us. Ah, I'll give you a full healthy lineup, huh? Uh, and then another player. Is he cleared for practice? Is he not cleared? Zion Williamson, what's going on? This is your boy, bro. His... No, it's not my boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this Man. is mine and Shaq, boy. I love that one. I love what I saw that. But, yeah, Zion Williamson was Supposed to return to the NBA floor, but has been delayed because of soreness in his right foot that he just got uh, surgery on. Once your foot starts going off, like you need to make sure you protect that shit because it's going to be easier to break afterwards. Because this is all reminding me of Yao Ming and like a little bit of a piece of why Yao Ming's career ended because his foot with his knees and his back was eventually just fucking his whole shit up. But like, he would always go there with, like, the hairline fracture in his foot and it never healed correctly. Like, so you have to make sure, man, you have such a promising career. You know, you were built to be, like, the next LeBron. He needs yeah. to lose, like, 25 pounds, I think, though. Yeah. He needs to be 25 pounds lighter to just play. And I know we're just speculation because we don't really know these fools. Like, maybe he is taking it seriously and, and, and maybe it's not working. But, like, to us, it just doesn't look that way, you know? Like... You know, eating all them Doritos on the commercial and Mountain shit. Dew. Mountain Dew. That's why, right? It's a yellow five. That's what it is. It's 60 grams of sugar. It's deep fried beignets. We're so good. Right? Was, oh, my gosh. I need a po' boy, a beignet. New Orleans, I'm coming. We're coming. We're going to do a show there, and we, we're going to have some great food. Right? Some crawfish and some... Uh, I'm going to Mardi Gras. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. We've already talked about the Lakers. I feel like they don't really deserve a designated Lakers talk this season. Oh, or th- this, this, this episode. episode. 
what else do you want to say? Embarrassing I, performance against the Kings. Horrible. Frank Vogel on the hot seat. What's happening with this dude? Late game playmaking needs to be more creative. I want to. Uh, I'll make one link to the Lakers. I wanted to give this shout out because I love this player, but the Bucks are rumored to be signing Demarcus Cousins. They to just an, signed him. They did. Okay, yeah, he so scored his I want to bring. I want to bring that news. Yeah, to their non guaranteed contract. I think that's a good call, especially. With Brooke Lopez being out, and like I just had love for I love. Did we mention Brooke Lopez on the injured list? No, you forgot. That's your that's your segment. (laughs) I thought I mentioned him a couple weeks ago. Oh, we probably did. Yeah, we don't have to keep. Yeah, but you know he's still back. He's still out with his back injury, and like I don't know. I always found Demarcus Cousin to be a solid player once you have like solid leadership under him, and now with his new mindset, like I feel he's just a solid player for any team, and I really just want to see him stick with one, and I think the Bucks may be a good deal for him. And, uh, yeah, I just hope, you know, just positive shit for him. Yes. That's my only Lakers connection because we're just playing garbage, and I just want to see us be better. Okay, well, Lakers. Give us something to talk about. I love that, Mal. <laughs> Give us something to talk about. One more thing before we head out. A couple games that we want to watch. Standout games. What were you going to say? I said it was supposed to be the Clippers versus Lakers. It was, supposed, it was supposed to. to. Yes, it was. <laughs> well, I, I, I think it might be, like, a, an easy win, but... I want to see the Bulls versus the Nets. That's a, that, I, I had that, that one right here. Okay, yeah, I think that might be a fun one. You know, that might be a good one. And just because I'm on the hype train, Grizzly versus Mavs. Yes, because I think the Grizzlies might can go for a thirty point win. <laughs> Let's see <laughs> what mean, they can bounce yeah. off. Look, no Jaw, no Luca. I would like to see that. See, just to see if they could carry off like a seventy three point win. Like, are you gonna come out on fire still, or are you gonna lose this game by like forty points? Yeah. Looking ahead onto the schedule, Tuesday, December 7th, we have a matchup between the Celtics and the Lakers. So, I mean, both teams are kind of not where they're supposed to be at right now. I know Tatum and Brown have their issues. You know, Lakers got their issues. But, you know, that's always a classic matchup. And you can't go wrong with the Heat versus the Bucks because Jimmy Butler mm. loves playing against the Greek boy. <laughs> Anything else? No, man, this was solid. I can't wait for this weekend. Thank you, everybody. That's going to do it for today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. Wow, it's already December. Crazy. I can't believe it. The year's almost over. almost over. Wow. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And one more thing. Follow us on social media, will you? At mal underscore n underscore mogley. Malv, anything you want to add? Make sure you guys like and subscribe us and keep listening because we love doing this shit. We love doing it. Don't forget, we're going to have some cool movie episodes for the holidays. We got Christmas right here. Uh, I know Thanksgiving always gets overlooked. (laughs) (laughs) But Christmas is, uh, we got a lot of cool movie stuff behind the scenes that we're doing. Uh, We're going to have a lot of fun. Check it out.